Alliance of Women Filmmakers, this is Visionary Voices, behind-the-scenes conversations with groundbreaking women and non-binary filmmakers from around the world. I'm Diana Means. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. Today, we have director and writer Bella Castellarin and producer Krista Whitley talking about their film, Lost Vegas, yesterday, today, and tomorrow in our gender diverse community. A documentary about the history and promise for the future in the Las Vegas gender diverse community. Here is a brief clip. We were expendable. They're different, they're freakish. But just don't hit on me. But no one ever helped the girls. If you were gay, you'd probably be very scary times. We're not your punching bag. I'm not a trans female. I'm not a girl. I'm not a boy. I'm Roxy. There's a law that isn't in place to support you, then change the law. Bella and Krista, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Well, first off, I want to talk about what inspired you to make this documentary. A lot of what inspired us to make the documentary was what we saw in our own community and what I saw, especially around people in my family and just people in Vegas. And Krista, what was it like working with your child on this film? Yeah, you know, gosh, when Bella had the idea, she was a seventh grader uh, at the old age of 13, who was really looking for, you know, a summer project to do. And so it was her project. I was the adult supervision. And it was exciting because I think being able to just be there in a support role for her was exciting for me as a parent, because I was able to really see just how much leadership potential she had. And that was really exciting because, you know, she drafted every question we asked every guest. Um, You know, she did all of the writing as her mom. I don't think I even realized just the depths of her curious nature. So that was very exciting and very rewarding. And talk to us a little about how you raised the money for the documentary. Yeah, you know, we were really lucky. You know, our son had come out as uh, gender diverse, um, as a trans man. And, you know, we are surrounded by amazing people in the LGBTQ community and friends and family who really supported the idea that the history of the Las Vegas gender diverse community was something that we needed to preserve and we needed to capture because far too many of the heroes of our gender diverse history in Las Vegas are unfortunately past. And a lot of these stories, we had to go to third parties just to be able to capture. And so we were really lucky that we were able to really focus on friends, family, and leaders in the LGBTQ community here in Las Vegas, who really felt that these stories were incredibly important to be able to tell. And Bella, how was it for you interviewing the people in the film? Was it difficult to get them to open up to you about their experiences? For some, it was, as I didn't realize in the beginning just how deep the community was and the experiences of these people. So getting them to come out and finally speak in a public way 
about their story, it took a lot out of them and it took a lot of working together to get these stories. And documentaries are particularly interesting in that way because you're having somebody share their personal story with you. Did you have to nurture and develop the relationship first so that they can trust you and trust the information that they were giving you to come out in a positive way? Yes, it took a little bit of work and quite a bit of getting to know people in the beginning. I think a big part of, you know, really what helped is as Bella was talking to potential guests, a lot of whom had never told their stories publicly, she was able to connect with them through her own brother's experience in the community. And I think once they realized that we had a gender diverse family member and we ourselves, you know, were really going through our own journey as a family, it made it certainly easier for them to trust that we weren't there to do some gotcha piece that would eventually be on you know, Fox News or something. They really understood that Bella was genuinely trying to share these stories for the good of the community. Um, and you know, there wasn't any desire to have our gender diverse um, community seen as anything other than what it truly is. Then how long did it take you to make the film? Oh, wow. It was about... It took us two weeks. Well, we a little sh- bit more. Okay. We shot for two weeks. Yeah, we shot for two weeks yeah. and then it took couple months to edit everything together to Yeah, to I would start. say from the time she had the idea, it was about three months. And then yeah. in post, you know, was a solid four months. Yeah. Um, and gosh, I mean, do you want to talk about your team? I mean, Bella put together oh, a great team. My team was wonderful. Yeah, they're, they're all 100% LGBTQ um, themselves. Mm-hmm. That was really important to us. And we're deeply passionate about telling the stories. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. How did you go about finding your team members for the film? A lot of them were people who we had known in the beginning, but some of them, I think we had met because they had also had this idea of wanting to do the same thing. Yeah, a big part of it was just, you know, who did we already know in our circle who was passionate about telling these stories and wanted to be a part of a project like this? Um, So, you know, Bella tapped into friends of friends and, um, you know, really worked my Rolodex to get everybody together. And, you know, for a lot of people, you know, for our director of cinematography, it was her very first time being in that role. Certainly not her first time being behind, you know, any type of filming, but taking on that leadership role. And so that was also exciting because we were able to give them their first opportunity. So it was it was a really big win. And Bella, how old are you again? I am currently 14. 14. How old were your other members on the crew? Oh, <laughs> what, what, what was like, like, not everybody's age, but like you're 14, you were 13 when you made this. What was the median age of the group you were working with to bring this to life? 30s. Yeah, I'd say about 30. 30 was probably the right in the middle between everyone. So definitely people older than me. <laughs> Did they have any reservations about working with a 13 year old? Luckily, no, no, not, no, yeah. I mean, she had um, my little cousin, Jake. I say little cousin, he's, you know, 20. (laughs) 21. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, And he came in to be the production assistant. She had a lot of clarity around what she wanted to see. And, you know, definitely had moments where you push back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then with the editing process, 
how difficult was it to edit the film? Was there a lot of it left on the floor? Is it footage that you might use later to do other projects with? You know, we could have ended up with a film that was 10 hours in length very easily. And we had to continue to remind ourselves we weren't telling one story. We were telling many stories because every single guest, oh my goodness, from Tiger DeVore, who did his very first interview in 1984 with a little lady named Oprah. We could have talked about him and done an entire feature film just on him. We could have done an entire feature film just on Judy Bowenweiner and her experience being a Stonewall survivor. And so there was so much footage. I'm sure, you know, I I think we all hope that it eventually sees the light of day. Um, We feel like the finished film is really a highlight reel. And diving deeper into these stories, it really ended up becoming a catalyst for us to dedicate ourselves and our family towards amplifying the stories of other members of the LGBTQ community, whether that's in Las Vegas or that's around the world. You know, it's certainly a passion for Bella. And, you know, we've talked about other projects that we're, we're looking at working on. Um, but they're really all about, you know, telling those stories. So Bella is incredibly inspired by Ryan Murphy. And the work that he's done, whether it's on Andy Warhol or all of his many projects amplifying those stories. So I think on a smaller scale, that's really some of her goals are to be able to tell those stories um, for people who unfortunately, it is much harder to get those stories um, to see the light of day. Well, I'm glad to hear you describe it as a highlight reel, because as I'm watching the film, Every single guest you interviewed, I was like, that's a film right there. And that's a film right there. And I just wanted to hear so much more about them. So if this is a highlight reel and you're going to go do a deeper dive into these guests, I would definitely be along for the journey. Uh, Thank you. We, you know, it was great because there was this common thread of gender diversity. But at the end of the day, there's so much um, behind these people's stories. Judy Bowenweiner grew up in rural Tennessee and has been fighting for equality and visibility since 1958. And, you know, for Bella to even comprehend a time when there wasn't smartphones and, you know, how did people connect in the community, hearing about what did that activism look like in the 60s and the 70s, long before we had hashtags and things like that, it was literally bearing witness to history in the making. And what's next for both of you? Well, I know, Bella, immediately <laughs> next, you're going to go to school after this interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, still going to finish eighth grade for Bella. Yeah. Um, what Do you want to talk about what you're doing next year? Oh, yeah, next year. I'm going into LVA, which is exciting for me. I'm going for their vocal program. She, and... Yeah, she was accepted to the Las Vegas Arts Academy. So she'll be working yeah. on... Um, her vision is to be an opera singer, um, definitely to work in the arts. Um, So she'll continue with that. Um, And I think, you know, my role as mom is just to continue to support her and her many different stories that she'll be telling. Every summer, we've decided that we'll be continuing to amplify these stories. And so we have a couple other projects that are in the works as well. Yeah. Congratulations, Bella. Just a bundle of talent. And I look forward to everything that you have to offer the world in the future. And thank you both for your time today. Thank you for having us. Las Vegas, yesterday, today, and tomorrow in our gender diverse community screens in the Los Angeles Women's International Film Festival Sunday at 5 p.m. March 27th. 
Visionary Voices is produced by Diana Means with editing from Otaku Media. Visionary Voices is a production of Alliance of Women Filmmakers and made possible in part by a grant from the Department of Cultural Affairs. Our website, visionaryvoicespodcast.com. Thank you.